Jenny and I continue our conversation on G.K. Chesterton's Everlasting Man, Chapter 3. Okay, so let's get back to Chesterton. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Sorry. Because, well, what's going on in the world right now is really affecting us, I think. You know? Yeah, yeah really and you has, can't ignore sure. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll get back to Chesterton now. Okay, so Chesterton picks up with this statement. Mm -hmm. It is far more probable that a primitive society was something like a pure democracy. And this stands to reason, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. The idea that people coming together would cooperate with one another. Plato actually talks about this in Republic, yeah. that this is one of the basic structures that underlies human interaction, mm -hmm. that they interact with one another and cooperatively produce more than they could separately. Right, exactly. So this is that same idea. To this day, Chesterton says, the comparatively simple agricultural communities are by far the purest mm -hmm. democracies, mm -hmm. right? And democracy can work at the lowest levels. Right. It doesn't work well at the big, broad, structural levels. An American level. But it does work <laughs> at the small community levels, right. real democracy. Which is what the Greeks had, yeah. They had their little city. Right, little their city-states. City state. Right. But that always broke down, too. Yeah. That's, and that's, <laughs> that's the point true. of Plato. Mm -hmm. But he says democracy is a thing which mm -hmm. is always breaking down through the complexity mm -hmm. of civilization. Yeah. That is, as we go forward, mm -hmm. rather than getting better, he says, we tend to fall apart. We tend to get worse in certain and ways. And more complex. And more complex. Right. And Plato right. says exactly the same thing in Republic. Right. So even, he says, on an evolutionary assumption of the most materialistic sort, there is really no reason why men should not have had at least as much camaraderie as rats or rooks. <laughs> that is, underlying this structure of civilization that we talk about. Mm -hmm. There is a fundamental nature in humanity right. of cooperation that is natural. Mm -hmm. That is the image of God right. in man. Right. We are, as we said in our latest book, created for relation. Mm -hmm. and God what, made us that way. Right. And that's the good part. What undermines that is the sinful part that causes disintegration. Right. And that sinful part is intensified as we become more complex mm -hmm. in a civilizational structure. Right. right. Exactly. Right. So another thing that Chesterton says is that the leadership that evolves implies no such irrational servility as that attributed to the superstitious subjects of the old man. <laughs> Even among animals... And wait a second, the old ahead. man is what H.G. Wells called... The leader of the tribe, right. the old man. He called him the old man. <laughs> Even among animals, he says, it would seem that something else is respected more than bestial violence. And this is a point that Jordan Peterson makes over mm -hmm. and over again in the face of the leftist view of the world. Yeah. That mere raw power doesn't work. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work in the natural world. It doesn't work in the human world. Right. It has right. never right. worked, despite right. their claim that that is what underlies everything. Exactly. Leadership implies no such irrational servility as that attributed to the superstitious subjects of the old man. 
even among animals, it would seem that something else is respected more than bestial violence, if it be only the familiarity which in men is called tradition, hmm. or the experience which in men is called yeah. wisdom. Yeah. And that traditional viewpoint, that notion that the wisdom of humanity is encapsulated in the traditional views of humanity right. is something we have lost in the modern right. world and something that we point to in our most recent book mm -hmm. when we quote Jeremiah 6, I was gonna 16. Say, the ancient paths. Right. Mm -hmm. Which says, God says, look to the ancient paths because in those paths, if you follow them, you will find peace. Yeah. And those paths are the paths that God gave us in the natural world mm -hmm. when we follow them, when we follow the wisdom that right. God has given us. And then we stay in the boundaries. We stay within those boundaries, we will find peace. Right, right. But when we reject them, as Jeremiah makes very clear, we will reap the consequences. Right. Right. And we are reaping the whirlwind now mm -hmm. <laughs> for the stupidity in not following the ancient paths. He is like going back to the instruction book that most men don't want to follow. Exactly. The Just real kidding. instruction book. But no, that's exactly no, I'm right. I'm saying men. Oh. <laughs> the gender men don't want to follow the instruction book. <laughs> you know how we are. I always open the instruction book and start reading the instructions. <laughs> You're like, who needs instructions? Who needs instructions? <laughs> I can do this myself. <laughs> okay. But I found interesting, and we're moving towards where you want to go with this, uh -huh. so I apologize for That's continuing okay. to delay it. But Chesterton says, both the mountain democracy mm -hmm. and the oriental palace are modern in the sense that they are still there. Right. Or exactly. are some sort of growth of history. Uh -huh. But of the two, the palace has much more the look of being an accumulation and a corruption. Yeah. The village, much more the look of being a really unchanged and primitive thing. Yeah. And in this sense, primitive means the way God created us right. as human beings. Right. Right. right that right. sort of cooperative, communal understanding of one another and respect for each other that respects the image of God yeah. in each individual human being. And society tends, as we become more civilized, to corrupt that exact right. and I image think, of God in, in man. I think Marxism is a pseudo that. What's that? I think Marxism is a pseudo that. Yeah, explain a little farther. Well, the communal, the the working together, all of that stuff, they have the idea, right. but it, it always degenerates into what's bad. Right. And that, no, I mean, that is exactly typical I think it's, of the lies of Satan. That's, that's what I want to say. Yeah. On something that is real and valid yeah. and true, he and takes, then it twists it. Right. He takes... Yeah, he takes what God really wants and twists it to this weird thing. And then so, it becomes Marxism. Yeah, yeah. Taken together, Chesterton says, that is these various arguments. And I, I, we're not going to go into all the things he's talking about here. Mm -hmm. But taken together, these things suggest a more ancient and general truth. That there was something more in prehistoric councils mm -hmm. than ferocity 
and fear. And right. what that more would be is the image of God. Right. And right. this is that opposition that he's throwing up to the evolutionary view that we've moved from the primitive to the more advanced. Right. He's saying, no, wait a second. We may have very well moved from the best, the most rational, and the, the, the most productive and useful way of working together as human beings and moved away from that right. in the modern world. Right. Right. Very probably, it was exceedingly like the history we do know. That is, the history of the past, Chesterton says, may very well be exactly like the history right. that we are living right. at the present. Except in the one detail that we do not know it. Yeah, we don't right. know what we happened. We are ignorant of mm -hmm. the prehistory of man. And that's what and I that said. that we continually yeah. forget. And that's what he said, where I said previously, would leave us anything but astonished if we learned that it was very much like what happens in this world now. Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, why should we be surprised? In fact, it is utterly ridiculous. Mm-hmm to speculate to that mm -hmm. humanity would have been anything other than what we are today. Right. Right. Why would we assume that? Well, because it makes us feel superior. Yeah, that's exactly right. As if we know more. Yep. <laughs> because we want to look back. And this is what Marxism does yeah. constantly. Yeah, yeah. Look back on all of history before us. Mm-hmm. As lower right, than as us. If it's, as if it's lower, right? We are the advancement. We are the vanguard of humanity. That is arrogant, and I think it is factually wrong. Yeah, yeah I do. I do too. Chesterton then says, "This history, the way of thinking about it that he's proposing, it is thus the very opposite of the pretentious prehistoric history, which professes to trace everything." in a consistent course from the amoeba, so here we have the evolutionary theory, mm -hmm. from the amoeba to the anthropoid, and from the anthropoid to the agnostic. And of course, mm -hmm. we're supposed to laugh at that moment. Yeah. So far from being a question of our knowing all about queer creatures very different from ourselves, they were very probably people very like very ourselves. Very like ourselves but limited in their resources. Right. And this is the picture that the Bible presents to us, mm -hmm. yeah. except that we know nothing about them. This prehistory is exactly that. We know nothing about them because we have no records about them. In other words, he says, our most ancient records only reach back to a time when humanity had long been human and even long been civilized. Right. The little we do know would leave us anything but astonished if we learned that it was very much like what happens in this world yeah. now, which is and what that's we said what, before. Yeah, and that's what we said before, right? There would be nothing inconsistent or confounding about the discovery that those unknown ages, mm -hmm. the prehistory that we're always being told about, were full of republics collapsing <laughs> under monarchies and rising again as republics. Right. And this is, again, completely consistent with the view that Plato develops in the Republic. Right, right. And there were civilizations then, as there are civilizations now. And there were primitives then, as there are right. primitives now. <laughs> so he says, it is probable that from very primitive times, the static tiller of the soil and the wandering shepherd were two distinct types 
of men. Mm -hmm. And the chronological rearrangement of them is but a mark of that mania. And now he's talking about the anthropological views of the evolutionary viewpoint of that mania for progressive stages that has largely falsified history. So when we adopt the notion of evolution, that things are constant, and this is the Hegelian notion, mm -hmm. that things are constantly moving from this lower stage to higher stages. Boom, boom, boom. It's like these right. steps that we're going up. Right. We are falsifying the reality. Yeah. It's, it's likely that that's what's happening. Yeah. Is that yeah. the only way of viewing it? No. But it is at least as rationally compelling yeah. to view it that way as it is the other way. And the point that God said in the beginning, it was very good. Yes. He didn't All say good. He said very good. Very good. That's right. And that is one of the fundamental elements of faith that we've talked about in the Christian atheists, mm -hmm. that when we start with the notion that God created a good world, that's the place mm -hmm. where we can start. And we can adopt the opposite position right. and follow the logic out of that. Right. But those really are the two. But God gives us a choice. Right. Two choices which we can yeah, develop. Yeah, yeah. And then I can't help, again, reiterating the point that you made earlier. And it's one of my favorite parts in this whole chapter. Chesterton says, it may be noted that as soon as feminism became a fashionable cry, it was insisted that human civilization in its first stage had been a matriarchy. Apparently, it was the cave woman who carried the club. Right. And this is picking up on what I talked about in our series on the JEDP theory. Yeah. That there are fads, fads. in mm -hmm. the academic world that really form what it is we think, even in our science. Right. And all we need to do is look at today to mm -hmm. recognize that fact. Yeah. Because suddenly science is now finding that there are no distinctions between men and women. Right. We just saw today an article about the anthropology, AAA, right. anthropological. American Anthropological Association, I think it right. is. That they had the cancel panel in the conference right. because- they didn't want to offend those who think there's no difference between male and female. Right. And this is in that skeletons. Exactly. <laughs> and this is that stupid notion yeah. that our faddish ideas right. actually control the world yeah. rather than the facts themselves. Right. Exactly. Because science now has to conform. Mm -hmm. to the social fads. You have to be quiet. Right. And, and it better shut its mouth right. and not tell the truth mm -hmm. because the truth may offend someone. And this is what you dealt with in the Mount Ebal series. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. The Mount Ebal curse tablet series. Right. So science is not immune to the fads of a social structure. Mm -hmm. And we see that so yeah. profoundly yeah, yeah. today. That's very um, true. It is so disappointing to me mm -hmm. to see the folding mm -hmm. of the medical scientific community to the fads of of the COVID, COVID vaccines, mm -hmm. right? And of this crazy woke ideology. It's not, just, it's not the vaccines so much that you have a problem with. It's the whole biology of the virus, right? What we know about viruses right. and what they yeah. told us. 
versus what we know about viruses. Right. So they, they high over, school high school biology. Yeah, they overturn viruses. The basic structures of all we've known, yeah. all we've learned in science about biology and mm-hmm. the structure of viruses and mm-hmm. how to deal with them. Right. They rewrote it <laughs> in the course of a year. Right, because you and I would sit there and say, wait, wait a, a second. second, I thought we we knew how to this deal about this. viruses right. or that about viruses. I thought that was what we learned all through our lives. Right. And now all of a sudden, all of that's overturned. Yeah, it was astounding. Yeah. It's not like we're it was experts. confusing. Yeah, but, we're not experts at but, all. But what we knew mm-hmm. constantly was being like overturned right. in the actual actions of our government. Of the government. Throughout exactly. that period. Exactly. And I, I can't imagine that. Those who grew up in the same <laughs> educational structures that we did, yeah, were willing to simply overturn mm-hmm. everything that they thought right. they'd been taught as true in the process of this, and yet exactly. the whole country did. Yeah, it just yeah, it just overturned it mm-hmm. in moments, and right. it was astonishing. Right. Oh, and, it's not even about overturning it. It's about questioning it. At least just questioning. Yeah. Just saying, wait a second, I thought. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And it really was astounding. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anyone who could be brought to the future mm-hmm. from 30 years ago yeah. would believe that we are now embracing the notion that there is no such thing <laughs> as a sexual identity. Right. 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 That you can choose to, to the, be a man or a woman. Right. And to yet the point- that is pushed like you're an idiot yeah. if you would believe that there is There's- a distinction, a biological distinction between men and women today is actually... <laughs> You, you're you're an idiot if you dare right. to believe that. that when that was the established science throughout all of human history, and not just the this. established science, but in our genes, it's yeah, XX, XY, and it's still true. <laughs> and that you can't break out of that boundary. Yeah, you can't. You know, that's who you are. And again, I go back to that mm-hmm. conference that you were talking about, the American Anthropological Association, mm-hmm. which is supposed to be representing science, mm-hmm. has now abandoned science. Mm-hmm. That is the empirical realities of science. To be, wait, wait, say, to be nice because you don't want to make people upset. Who might feel badly <laughs> that their biology wait, says that wait, they are a man. That, or a woman, and there's not a choice in that but, matter. But, but that they might be identifying skeletons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're actually As saying male and female. That it's you. You should not be identifying a skeleton mm-hmm. because you don't know how they identify. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Holy cow! This is so maddening. It's so, so far, it was a man. Or it was a woman. Right. They had two chromosomes of X or a chromosome of X and Y, mm-hmm. and they were man or woman. And, Period. And, that's and, the science. And that's and the that's, reality. And that's called the origin, yeah. the beginning. That's what they were. Whatever they identified later as, it doesn't matter. That was the origin. Mm-hmm. We so have subjectivized reality. Right. Beginnings are extremely important. Origins are extremely important. I am a Christian with the searching and skeptical mind of an atheist. 
I don't want to believe anything that isn't true. I know both sides of the looking glass, and I know them with open eyes. I choose Christ's side. I invite you to join me from wherever you stand before the looking glass. That's this week's episode. Thanks for listening. And remember, you can have your religious cake and eat it too. You can have reason, respect for science, a 21st century worldview, and be a Christian.